What follows is the tale of a Kasinas Zina, the name of the one whom I call the bird-headed woman in my rendition. It is an untranslated name in the tale, a now an untranslatable name. To what it refers was not known by Boaz or his confidant, Charles Colty. So, too, the name of the boy in the story is an untranslated and untranslatable name. Itkakiyane, which name was given to him at the end of the story. It is suggested by Boaz, parenthetically, that this name pertains to the strange celestial phenomenon called sundogs, or in Greek, parhelion, which is the meteorological appearance of a frost ring sun, or if the sun is setting, the appearance of the sun with paired orbiculate ghosts beside it, equidistant on either side, at the span of the horizon. In Vladimir Nabokov's words, that rare phenomenon, the iridal, which beautiful and strange in a bright sky above a mountain range. Like frenetic hallucination, the tale is disjointed, nervous, and bizarre. It lurches sickly, arousing ill feelings. We cannot tell clearly what matter this is, or when or where it occurs. The meaning of this tale is not a social, rational message. This is not a benign story of naming or custom or explanation like the others. It is raw, unwholesome, frightening meaning. Something that cannot be named. Something gnawing at the gut. Something psychotic. The substance of such myths as these, as Jung and Campbell remind us, is the soul laid out at its vivisection. And we in horror in awe, repulsed, and compelled. We cannot explain what we see. But in the words of Leonard Cohen's song, Come, my friends, be not afraid. We are so lightly here. It is in love that we are made. It is in love we disappear. Though all the maps of blood and flesh are posted on the door, there is no one who has told us yet what Boogie Street is for. Oh, crown of light Oh, darkened one I never thought we'd Kiss my lips Ah, then you're gone And I'm back on Boogie was a woman and her husband. She had a small child. Now she was angry and left her husband. She made a small house and there she stayed. 
After some time, he began to sing his shaman's song. After a while, the people went to see him. Now the people danced. She went out of her house. She went out in the evening and listened. Now she thought, I will go. No, I'd better not go, else my child might cry. Now it was night again. She washed her child and put it in the cradle. The child fell asleep. Then she went to look. She remained standing at the door and tried to look through a hole, but she did not see her husband. She entered the house and danced among the people. When it was nearly daylight, she remembered her child. Oh, my child, perhaps it's crying. I will go home. Then she went home. When she approached her house, her child was crying. She entered and took it. She took it in her arms, and behold, it was a stick. Oh, my poor child, perhaps Akizas Nasina carried it away. Now Akizas Nasina carried that child. She took it home to the house which she herself and the crane inhabited. Now they stayed there. The child grew up. Then she always carried the boy on her back. After some time she grew tired, and one day she left him at home. Then the crane said to him, Come here, I will give you food. He gave him trout to eat. Now he told him and said to him, Do you think she is your mother? She is another woman. She's not at all your mother. She carried you away. Her name is Akasi Nazina. After some time she came home. Now her boy was angry. What did you say to your nephew, Crane? I said to him, She is your mother. You made him sick. Oh, younger brother, thus shall you speak to your nephew? On the next day she went again and carried him. In the evening she came home. On the following day she left him again. The crane said, Come here. Then he gave him food. Now he gave him a knife and said, If you want to kill her, take her inland. When you find white pines, then kill her. If you want to kill her, cut her neck. Then something round will jump out. Catch it. She will say to you, Kill me, but you must catch that round thing. She will die when you break it. On the following day she carried him again. He said, We will go inland. Then they went inland and arrived on a mountain. There were many white pines. Now he took hold of a tree. Then she bent her neck and he cut it. Now a round thing jumped out and ran about. She said, Kill me. Then he took it and squeezed it. She was dead. Now spruce trees and hemlock trees fell down. He climbed up that white pine. He ascended it, and he went up. There he was near the sky. Then he took his arrows and shot at the sky. Now he shot his arrow. He shot more. Now his arrows formed a long line. He had used all his arrows. Then he tied his bow onto them and went up. 
he arrived in the sky. Now he made a hole in the sky and found another country. Now he went and met an old woman. What do you carry on your back, old woman? I'm hungry. Give me to eat. I am the darkness. I am the darkness. You must give me to eat. I am the darkness, O oh chief. I am the darkness. Now he jumped at her and took away her load. Then he pulled out the stopper. Now it became dark. Close it, close it, O oh chief, close it. Then he closed her load, and it became light again. He went on, and again he met people. They were black. Where are you going? We are going down. We go into the hair of the people. They were the lice. He went on. He met more people. He said to them, Where are you going? We are going down. We are going to live on the bodies of the people. They were the itch. He went on, and again he met people. They were pretty people. Where are you going? Oh, we're going down to live in the hair of the people. Then he went on again. He heard people singing. He came up to them. Where are you going? We're going down. We're going to eat the blood of the people. They were the fleas. Again he went on. He heard people whispering. He met them. Oh, where are you going? We are going down. We shall drink the blood of the people. Then he went a long way. He met a man. Two arrows were sticking in his body. After a while he met another man, and he said, Oh, my son-in-law, did you see my game? I did not see anything. I only met a person in whose body two arrows were sticking. What kind of animals do you hunt? I am hunting men. When you go on, take our road. Do not take the other way. Now he went a short distance. Then he met a mountain goat, two arrows stuck in it. And he saw another person. He said to him, Did you see my game, son-in-law? Yes, I saw it. Take our road there. He went on and came to a parting of the roads. Then he walked the road to the left. He went and went. And then he found human bones. He went a short distance and the road was stinking. He walked on and saw a house. He entered and searched for urine. He found it and washed himself. After he had finished washing, he searched for a comb, but he could not find one. He saw a large basket and thought, perhaps there is a comb in that basket. He untied the basket and took it down. He took out a mountain goat blanket. Then he took out another one. He took out five in all. Then he found a woman. Oh, a pretty woman. Bones of children were tied to her hair. She gave him a comb which was made of human bones. Now he combed himself, and he put back the mountain goat blankets. Then he hung her up there. He stayed there. Soon the noise of falling objects was heard, five times. A person was thrown into the house. 
Another one was thrown into the house. Still another one was thrown into the house. Five dead people were thrown into the house. Then the evening star's children stayed there. The basket began to swing. Then the old man said, Ah, again the basket began to swing. And then he said again, Ah, my children, quick, take your sister down. Something evil has been done to her. Now they took her down and placed her near the visitor. Now they gave him a basket filled with human eyes. He thought, I will leave them. The next morning, all his brother-in-laws went out. Then he went out. He went back. He found a road and went along. There was a good smell there. He went a long distance. He found the bones of mountain goats. He went a little while and found a house. He entered. Now he desired to wash himself. He searched for urine and found it in a basket. Then he washed himself and entered again. He searched for a comb but did not find it until he had tied a large basket and took out one blanket. He took out another one. He took out five in all. Now he saw a woman, a pretty woman. Her hair was full of dentalia. She gave him a comb, and he combed himself. When he had finished, he put back all the blankets and hung her up there. Then he remained there. Now the noise of falling objects was heard. It was heard five times. Then five men came in, the sons of the morning star. They had caught mountain goats. They stayed there a long time. Then the basket began to swing. The old man said, Ah, again it began to swing. And he said again, Ah, he spoke to his children, Take your sister down. Something bad has been done to her. Then they took out their sister and took her to the visitor. Now he took her and they stayed there for a long time. She was the sun. Now one night the evening star's sons made war upon them. They shot arrows. His daughter, the moon, was ashamed. Now they went home. The sun said to her, When people go to defecate, you shall light them. You are not as good as I am. I shine when chiefs exchange presents. Now the moon went home. They slaved there a long time. Then she gave birth to two boys who were grown together at their abdomens. Now they began to grow. One day she said to her husband, Come, I will louse you. Now she loused him outside. He sat bending down and dug the ground with his hands. Then he made a hole in the ground and looked down. Now he saw houses, and he thought, Oh, that's my father's town. He said this to his wife, Leave me alone. He entered the house and lay down for a long time. It grew night. Then the morning star said to his daughter, Did you scold your husband? No, I did not scold him. He is homesick. Hey, my son-in-law, why does he not say so? Quick, take some willow bark to that old woman. Now they brought willow bark, and she made a large basket. 
I brought her more willow bark, and she made ropes. After she had finished the ropes, they put blankets into the basket and filled it. Then they put them on top of the blankets, and they let them down, and they arrived on the ground. Now a child was shooting at a target, and he took his arrow and hit it. Give me my arrow, Blue Jay, I'm poor. Give me my arrow, Blue Jay, I'm poor. Come here, who are you? Oh, I was not born yet when Akasi Nazina took away my elder brother. Oh, I am your elder brother, it is I. I think it is you, Blue Jay. Now his sister-in-law took him and blew upon his eyes. When his eyesight was restored, now she gave him a small mountain goat blanket. Quick, go home and bring your father and your mother. The boy went home. When he arrived at the house, he said, Oh, my elder brother came home. His mother began to cry. I think Blue Jay is deceiving you. Well, feel of my blanket. And she felt of his blanket. It was soft. Perhaps he came back indeed. Indeed, it is true. I came to fetch you. My sister-in-law sent me. Now he took his mother and father to them. She washed their faces, and their eyesight was restored. Quick, go and sweep our house and make a fire. They swept the house. After they had finished, they went to fetch those who had just arrived. Now they carried all the property into the house. They stayed there. Now Blue Jay opened the door and defecated in the doorway. He was told, take a firebrand. He took it and struck it against his backside. Ah, nah, I am burnt. Maybe his elder brother came back and he burnt me. He looked back and there he saw a chief sitting there. Oh, our chief has come back. Now he went to all the houses and told the people. They stayed there for a long time, and the two boys grew up. Now they called the people. They saw the children. They arose together and sat down. What do you think, Robin? I will cut them apart. Then we will have two chiefs. Ha! Do you alone see that? Why don't you be quiet? Three times Blue Jay said he would cut them, but Robin did not like it. One day... Blue Jay cut them. Then one went to one side and one to the other. They fell down and their intestines were pulled out. Then the woman looked at him and Blue Jay caught fire. His hair was all burned. Hey, Blue Jay, now I must go home upward. And she said, Yitkazine shall be your name. You shall go into the water. Now I will go up. When a chief is about to die, one of my children shall be seen. When two chiefs are going to die, both will be seen together. So come, my friends, be not afraid. We are so lightly here.
Yeah.